Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Football. We are, as always, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. Final Friday in December, final Friday of 2023. I'm Jamie Erdahl, yep. Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty. A little loose in the second hour of Good Morning Football on a Friday, so let's play a game, a round of three and out. Yep. It's the two seed against the one seed Sunday, 1 o'clock, CBS, Dolphins, Ravens. Mike McDaniel spoke this week about preparing for a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. I offered my skill set to be scout team quarterback to try to replicate it, but it was not accepted. So it, it's hard to even give an appropriate look. It's, he's, he's just that type of player. And outside of this game, I'm just happy for the player because what I recognize is you talk about an unbelievable talent, but even him, he's had to define himself. He's had people tell him what, what he is, and he disagrees. And how can I tell? It's not because I've had a conversation with him. Uh, I see better I hear. First down. Uh, have you, I don't know why he'd be denied that opportunity. Mike McDaniel can scoot now. All right, Lamar's, he can scoot. Uh, Lamar's going to play a huge role uh, in this game. But what do you think, Jason, ultimately decides who wins this huge AFC matchup between the Dolphins? And you know what's been fun about this matchup? These teams have been so good this season that we haven't even talked about the game where they played against each other last year in week two, where Lamar Jackson ran for over 100 yards, two or three for almost 500 yards. It was so much mm. offense in this game from both sides of the ball. When you talk about who decides we have the Ravens have been the best defense in the NFL this year and the Dolphins on the other side since Jalen Ramsey's come back they've been one of the best 
I look at, I said it earlier in the week, I'm looking at Van Ginkle and I'm looking at Bradley Chubb. Can they keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket? Can they not allow him to just absolutely destroy the game? If we come in here on Monday and we're oohing on over the plays that Lamar Jackson made where he made two people miss, rolled out to his left, threw a pass deep down the field, and Isaiah likely went up and grabbed it, or Zay Flowers. I think that is the thing that's going to determine the game because we know they can run the ball. We know this, that, but can they keep him in the pocket and not allow him to just absolutely wreck the game? I think that's going to be the main thing that we look at. I love Mike McDaniel's quote on Lamar Jackson about how even he has had to define himself. People have put labels on him. You know, during the combine, they want him to yeah, work sure. out different positions. Of course, Bill Polian had his comments in the pre-draft process. And then after this whole contract thing, all these teams didn't heavily pursue Lamar. This is one of those games where it's 1 o'clock and it's on Sunday and it's the 1-2 and two seed in the AFC. And you look at the last two weeks, that huge win in Jacksonville on a, Monday, on a, Monday, on a Sunday night. And then... On Monday night, on Christmas, in prime time, he's the better quarterback versus Brock Purdy and made his MVP case. That's a lot of spotlight, a lot of pressure. And then you say you played on Monday. The other team played on Sunday. The Dolphins, of course, beat the Cowboys on Sunday. Extra day arrest, short week for the Ravens. So my whole thing is, we just did the whole crowning of Lamar. That was yeah. the week. It's his now. He's the MVP. He sees it. It's over. Shut it down. Harbaugh said it in the locker room. He's our MVP. Fine. No more votes. We're closing voting polls. All right. Well, you still have a huge game this weekend. I want to see what version of the Ravens we get and what version of Lamar and how does he define himself. Can he keep this thing going? Mm -hmm. Or is it one of those where we plateau or even take a dip? I think this game is going to be chirpy and chippy. I, I like at the end of the season when you have two very good teams that could very likely play each other again in a few weeks, there's a thing going on where like we, we're going to state our claim now because we know we might see you again. I think we thought we had that last week with Baltimore and San Francisco. That game was not good. The, the Ravens smashed them. The, the, the 49ers kind of melted down offensively. I don't see that happening here. You mentioned Lamar, though. I need a big Tua game. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think that those linebackers for Baltimore are so good that the Dolphins' running game might not be able to do what they want to do. I'm talking about Queen and Roquan. They're fantastic. So we're reaching this point with Tua. It's very exciting where – He's never really been in games this big at the end of the season because last year, this is right around the point when he got knocked out. It was right around Christmas, and the Dolphins had a good record, and they went to the playoffs, and then it was like, we're seeing Skylar Thompson against Buffalo. We're not this year. Remember they got blown out by the Bills week 17 a couple years ago. Mm. He had a terrible game. I think he threw, what, four picks in that game? Yep. Yeah. I remember playing him that next year, and that game was... Is that right? That's all it was talked about yeah. was that right. game. That we're just, we spent the whole offseason being like, I hope Tua stays healthy. I hope Tua stays healthy. He's learning how to fall. He's here. He's standing. I think this is the reason that he was drafted. It's the reason he's here. I don't know if they're going to run the ball that well. I just don't. I think you need a huge two a game, and I hope they get it. We continue to see that Jalen Waddle unlikely to play, which sinks. Yeah, you want to see the Tyreek Jalen offensive experience as yeah. a whole before you hit the playoffs. Let's take it over to the NFC side of things. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have lo not lost in the month of December. The weekend of Thanksgiving, this team was four and seven, mm. and now they could win a fifth straight game. This is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Would a win for the Bucks in that nature, which would give them the NFC yeah. South title, would that put the rest of the NFC on notice? I'm not getting there just yet. You're not getting to the Diaby no, jersey not, not point getting, yet. Okay. And I like and I like the Yaya as much as the next <laughs> sure. guy. Clancy, the whole crew up there, Collage Can. But my thing is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have played really well. They've gotten themselves into the players' chance to win the division. They've they've done a tremendous job. But you look at it, you're talking about that win streak. They haven't really beaten anybody that's going to be in the playoffs during that win streak. Mm -hmm. The Jacksonville Jaguars are the only team, and they've been playing just as bad as the teams that are already eliminated from the playoffs right now. I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but I think when we start talking about teams at this point in the season, we're saying, all right, they're putting the rest of the NFC on notice. As just, We're basically saying, hey, they have a chance to go straight 
straight through the playoffs and run through the NFC, and we're looking at them to possibly be in the NFC Championship game to compete for a Super Bowl. Baker Mayfield has been unbelievable this year. Getting into Mike Evans, Rashad Evans, yeah. out of the, Rashad uh, White out of the backfield, but I'm not ready to crown him and say, all right, they're putting the rest of the conference on. You know what's weird, Jay? Because this team goes to the playoffs, and we're going to be sitting here in a few weeks. You're going to be saying the same stuff because – even if they win out, all right, so they beat a Saints team that yep. I don't think is a world beater, and then they played the Panthers, Panthers last week, so it's like, we're going to be saying, well, they haven't beaten anybody. We don't know what this team is, and I totally hear you, so there, there's going to be a mystery to mm-hmm. them. Listen, I know this is this is crazy, and Brady's not there and stuff. The Super Bowl team was that that team, like, they bottomed out as well. That Brady team, they bottomed out, I think, in, in October and November, and then they just flipped the switch, and they the never lost they, again. They, they, you remember that? They went on a run, yeah. And they just destroyed everybody. And Brady's holding up four fingers. He's like, yeah, oh, third down, fourth there, down. Yeah. It's, it's apples to oranges. What I'm saying is they figured something out. And four wins in a row is four wins in a row. Baker's never played better football in his career. They are a dangerous team. Any team that comes into the playoffs, they're, they're probably going to end up the playoffs on a six-game win streak. And I don't know who they're going to play, but I think they're going to be there, and they're going to be red hot. There's a lot of mystery about this team. We know them in fantasy and stuff, but, Peter, you were talking earlier, like, who sat down and watched a four-quarter buck game every down of it in months? They're not in the national windows, but they are now. And, you know, Mike Evans, before the season, it looked like a lame duck year. He came out and he said, I want a new contract. Yeah, if yeah. I don't get a contract, yeah. I'm, this is my last season. He's having an amazing year. Amazing. Chris Godwin, you thought, you know, I, I know that there was stuff on social media. Yeah. His wife commented on things. You're like, all right, is he, are, they losing, are they losing Godwin? Godwin's been awesome the last few weeks and has been the ultimate teammate. And then you get these young guys. I'm wearing this Yaya Diaby jersey, and it's half because it's so off the wall that I would wear a Yaya Diaby jersey. But it's him. It's Kalijah Kansi. It's guys like Keeft, Cade Otten. This team is really interesting because when they moved on from Brady, I think everyone assumed 4-13, and 13, tear it down. Todd Bowles isn't going to yeah. be the coach next year, and they're just going to start from a new – they're really good. They're really good. They would probably host a playoff game, and they're probably going to be the four seed. Okay. So that means likely Dallas or Philadelphia is who they would play, and they'd host them. I'm not saying that's an easy win for the other team. Remember the Eagles went to Tampa a couple years ago with Jalen Hurst first year as a starter. And Dallas went last year and crushed, crushed them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, what can Baker do with that scenario and turn things around? All right, that could be a fifth straight for the Buccaneers. We talked. Let's clear up something else we talked about yesterday, what? which is the <laughs> Offensive Rookie of the Year conversation oh, okay. between C.J. Stroud and Puka Nakua. We went off the rails a little bit as it pertains to Offensive Rookie of the Year because <laughs> there was a gentleman on the full screen of facts, facts about Puka Nakua. We want to just make a claim Grohman. here. Yeah, about Bill Groman. Bro- um, AFL numbers. AFL yeah, yeah. numbers. Mm-hmm. But let's just keep it simple. How can Puka Nakua lock up this award, Jason, in the final two games compared to C.J. Stroud's game? I look at the Week 18 matchup. They played the San Francisco 49ers, and assuming the Rams, they got everything going. 49ers, they assuming they beat the Commanders this week. You go into that game, there's going to be so much on the line. The Rams have been red hot. To me, as we talked about the Bucks last segment, if I'm saying about a team that could possibly put the NFC on notice, I would look at the Rams. Rams more than I would look at the Bucs. And that's no slight to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just think the Rams with Matthew Stafford have been that good. Puka Nakua, you go in there in week 18 against a 49ers team whose defense is known throughout the league of what they do, and you absolutely go off in that game. I think that could solidify him for the offensive rookie of the year. I can't wait to see what he does this weekend against the Giants. You know, this is one where you pad the stats. You put up huge numbers. Stafford focuses on him because you know next week in San Francisco, that's where we just got to win the game. But this one could be third quarter, fourth quarter, like the old one, like Brady would just get guys their bonuses and yes. you see Antonio uh, Brown just getting 15 catches at the end of a game because <laughs> Brady's like, 
Uh, yesterday, I threw a, a fit here, a hissy fit, really, about the full screen that we were given, and a guy named Bill Groman was included. And I said, Bill Groman played when it was black and white in the 1960s in the AFL. Give me some modern football numbers. So I've asked our researchers, NFL, Super Bowl era, 16 games, most receiving yards by a rookie for the okay, first 16 these are some games. Dogs and, here. So here are what we're looking at here. This is a 16 game. Now, remember, Nakua's played only in 15. So he's fourth right now. He probably needs about 100 yards, 100 plus yards, to have the most receiving yards ever in a 16 game stretch. All right. What about catches? What about catches? Can he get the double crown here? Do we have that? He's third right now, and he's behind Anquan Bolden and Jalen Waddle. Now, Jalen Waddle, he only actually played 15 games. I think he got hurt in one of those games. So, whatever it is, he needs six catches to break that. So, you're saying 115 yards, six catches. He holds the all-time record for catches in 16 games as a rookie and receiving yards. That's an amazing rookie season. If C.J. Stroud and the Texans do not make the playoffs and the Rams do, I think Puka gets the offensive rookie of the year, and that might be even before they play against San Francisco in Week 18. All mm. those guys on that full screen, except for Justin Jefferson, won offensive rookie of the mm. year that year. So Jamar mm. did it, Anquan and Randy. Justin uh, Herbert won that year instead of Justin Jefferson. What kills Puka is that the touchdown numbers don't compare. He has five touchdowns. Yeah. That, that's the big mm. dog. Like Chase had 13. <laughs> Odell had 12 touchdowns in 12 games. Like as Randy had 20. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so we, we're just in this era where like it's quarterbacks. It's quarterbacks. And I saw it was interesting. Barry Sanders, who was known as a guy who will never shut up, tweeted online about, like, he was tweeting about the MVP. And he's like, I had 2,000 yards and I had to share it with Brett Favre. Like, they always will have a quarterback. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> and Favre had won a few of them. Like, you had to give it to Favre. They did. So there's such a, I don't want a, a prejudice against non-quarterbacks. A years ago, Saquon beat Baker. I remember. And a lot of people were like, well, Baker just had an amazing rookie for the yeah, Browns. I know. Saquon had some things going in his factor. Odell was there presenting yeah. to him. I think they liked that. Mm -hmm. I think they like New York City. They like We're talking Houston versus L.A. So, like, the Stroud thing is, was the story for a few months. Don't yeah. get me wrong. If he finishes this thing and he comes back yep. and he does get, even if he doesn't, I still think it'll go to Stroud. CJ? I yeah. do. Yeah. Now, w w should it? Probably Puka has had a better season from start to finish. I'm more about the will it at this point, and I think it'll go mm. to Stroud. Two weeks to go. You're right. I think a lot hangs for this specific award in the next two weeks. Ian Rappaport, that was three and out. Good morning to you. Quarterback news this morning that we should be paying attention to. Just Trevor Lawrence has had a really challenging back half of the season. Really challenging, and it seems like every Friday morning we're talking about the status of Trevor Lawrence. Will he play? Won't he play? That's exactly where we are right now, exactly where the Jacksonville Jaguars are as well. Trevor Lawrence dealing with a sprained right throwing shoulder from this hit right here. Landed hard on it. Did not practice Wednesday. Actually was supposed to practice yesterday. Did not get out there on the field. Officially listed as a DNP. And I think it's fair to say his status very firmly up in the air. And really, this might come down to Doug Peterson trying to decide would I rather have or which is better for the team? A, a Trevor Lawrence that is not 100%, far less than 100% or backup CJ Beathard who's had a full week of practice all the reps and is 100%. Perhaps more on that situation coming today as the Jaguars have to declare who is actually playing in the game. The San Francisco 49ers seem to not have that reality for Brock Purdy. Obviously, he was knocked out last week in a tough, weird loss for the San Francisco 49ers with Sam Darnold almost kind of leading the comeback. Brock Purdy watching from the sidelines. And then we learned he suffered a stinger again. Second week in a row. Didn't seem to be a lot of cause for concern, but at least 
an injury two weeks in a row is just something to kind of keep an eye on. He was a full participant Wednesday and Thursday, told reporters yesterday that there's going to be no issues that he will start for the 49ers. And the Minnesota Vikings have a new starter as well. Again, it seems to have been a season full of them. This time it's the starter, the second starter actually of the season after Kirk Cousins got injured. That was Jaron Hall from BYU, a rookie who's really promising. I know they really like him. He started, got injured, then it was Josh Dobbs, then it was Nick Mullins, and now as Kevin O'Connell confirmed yesterday, it is Jaron Hall starting for the Minnesota Vikings in a game they got to have against the Green Bay Packers and Joe Barry's defense. All right, Ian, thank you very much. That will be a curious matchup. Still the Sunday night game between the Vikings and the Packers and the Vikings on another quarterback this season. Elsewhere in the NFC North, Jason McCourty is headed to Chicago. You'll see him on CBS with the broadcast for right. the Bears and the Falcons. Nice. The Bears still have a path to the playoffs, and Peter is going to paint the picture for us like a Rembrandt. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a chance. Jason, you got to go to Giordano's. You got dinner plan set up yet? You got it? Gibson's. Gib oh, I mean, oh, you can't go wrong. Yes. That's the classic. Dance. That's the standard. The Chiefs are in desperate need of a win this weekend. It's not something we say often. The Chiefs are in desperate need of a win. Can they get it against the Bengals? Mad Minute next. CBS no budget. Guess not. CBS has a budget. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game everyone please welcome coach john calipari we're getting beat by 18 my first game in kentucky they're saying cows are busted can't coach this is crazy john wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater yep. you remember that john? my first game winner ever made remember you said you never seen me do that Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. Oh, <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast 
deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Good morning, football! Time for a round of no cap. You grab the cap of the team, the, the topic that applies. So week 17 on the table, grab the cap of the team. You are watching really closely this weekend. Jason, very simple. You are also broadcasting you got you. a game this weekend. Yes, so. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I am watching them very closely. Ooh, nice ooh, ooh, catch. Ooh. Watching nice them very closely this the week. Couldn't we watch yeah, I don't know that. We watched the Kansas City Chiefs. They just lost to the Raiders. We talked about their offense. We talked about the lack of their ability to get it going. Isaiah Pacheco still in concussion protocol. Jerick McKinnon placed on IR. Who is going to be the guy Kyle said it this week. We haven't heard a ton from Kelsey over the last several weeks Mm -hmm. when it comes to the offense. We saw the frustration from him and Patrick Mahomes. Can they figure out a way to get this thing going, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals this week? They got to figure it out as they're going into the playoffs. They're running out of time. So I'm watching Kansas City Chiefs closely this weekend. You know, it's one of those things where you you, you go through this crazy Monday night game and you get throw five interceptions and you get your butt kicked. And then it's like, let's look at this kid. Okay, Washington. And everyone just says, okay, well, the Niners will get right. Yeah. Go, Kyle Shanahan used to coach in Washington. His dad used to coach in mm. Washington. That didn't end great. I feel like Kyle's going to want to win this game. I feel like everyone wants to get right. What's Washington playing for? Well, there might be a coach who's coaching his final last games. There might be an offensive coordinator trying to put some tape together. There might be a quarterback in Jacoby Brissett who doesn't care about anything sure. except putting the best football sure. together possible for his team. I know this is a game where the Niners are likely going to come out on top, but I'm watching how they come out and whether they put a smacking on or this is one of those where they have to fight for it because guess who's next week? The L.A. Rams, and they're definitely not going to just be walkovers. Mm. The Mike Shanahan Washington era was weird. Weird. Ended weird. RG3 injury. McNabb. I'm going to go here. Interesting. You know, they, <laughs> we, we had uh, the coach of the year. We had the rookie of the year. And it's I don't want it to be sand falling through your fingertips. Yeah. It's a really crappy way to have this happen, in which CJ Stroud was knocked out of a game and been away. Mm. If you, and How dare you? Get back here. <laughs> I know what you're how doing right you? here. You're going to my unflattering <laughs> angle. It's like I'm on the cover of Star Magazine, like getting out of a pool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the Texans. Bastard. Uh, I, I hope the Texans can get right this weekend because I love Stroud. I love everything they have. They got him back. He says he's going to go. Let's go, Texans. Texans versus Titans. It, it doesn't win. jump off the schedule, but I think they should finish this business. I believe they will. Can I have that Vikings hat, please, in the back? All right. I'm wearing a Vikings jacket today, so I kind of wanted my whole look to be completed. Kyle was the last one to wear this hat because it was unclipped. <laughs> there you go. Vikings named Jaron Hall, their rookie draft pick, yeah. uh, their starting quarterback this weekend. They have been through it at the quarterback position. I don't know if two games is enough to figure out what Jaron Hall has or does not have as it pertains to becoming a franchise quarterback, but you spend a draft pick on him, you might as well play him and see what he's got. The Vikings are at home. They're hosting the Green Bay Packers, a game that was not flexed out of Sunday Night Football. It's always been a classic matchup. Fans were in the whiteout last week. The players are arriving in an interesting garb, if you will. I just kind of want to see what the Vikings have. They're on the outside looking in right now, but there are some things that could happen where we see them in the NFC playoff picture. Next up, grab the cap of the player who needs to carry 
Jason, on his back, mm. his team in Week 17. This is the player Brent that James. you guys are all waiting to say that I'm going to take away from you. Pass me the Jaguars hat. C.J. Beathard. Oh. <laughs> it is time to carry your yeah. team okay. to victory. Trevor Lawrence dealing with a shoulder injury, not going to be out there. C.J. Beathard, this Jaguars team has been struggling as of late, taking on the Carolina Panthers, who don't have much to play for right now other than pride and development of their young quarterback, C.J. Beathard, go out there and have a day. Figure out a way to get this team a win as these playoffs continue to inch closer and closer each and every week. Come on, C.J. Beathard. Come on, C. Sorry, I, I like took that, that one away from you guys. He, he was going to go Beathard. Peter's yeah, got a screen. No, I wasn't going to go That's your, I'm looking you for got? a logo. Is it Diaby or is what? Is it the Buccaneers hat? Dak, come on. <laughs> this is it. NFL. This is going to be the new, yeah. new logo for the NFL. <laughs> Forget the shield. It's like Jerry West. The silhouette um, of that is going to be you doing that. Yeah, yeah, Diaby jersey. Um, look, I look at the Cowboys right here. This might be your first-round matchup. This might be the wild card yeah. round. Unless the Cowboys can get some help from other teams, take care of their business. I mentioned it earlier in the week. Jimmy Johnson is being inducted into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Troy Aikman is on the call. They're going to actually broadcast that ceremony. I, I think this is going to be a Cowboys coronation right now. Dak Prescott, go out there and do what you've done at home all season. 7-0, and hasn't lost. Lions are a formidable opponent, but like Dak, Throw this team on your back and make sure that this mm. is a great night for Cowboys fans. Jerry and Jimmy, of course, embracing, but also the Cowboys taking care of their business at home. Imagine if they're down, like they're down 17 at the half or something. It's gonna, that, that's going to ruin the yeah. whole thing. And that'd be really fun for Detroit, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the Buccaneers here. They got the Saints coming down to, to Tampa. You know, there's, there's the Saints running game. It's Taysom Hill and it's Kamara. Someone on the Bucks D-line has to step up. And if you don't know the D-line, it's a little underappreciated. They need some young talent. Like, young guys. You know, we, we have to stop constantly referencing all the Warren Sapp and Booker McFarlands. What I want to know is on the Bucks D-line, who's got next? Who is the star of the future? Who can step up and say, I'm the guy? And is his name... Yaya Diaby, single zero. He's gotten more FaceTime on this program than maybe Patrick Mahomes has gotten all year on any program. It's the Diaby show. GMFY is what we're doing today. Yaya Diaby, have a day. Bucks on fire. Division rival, go get it. Let's go. The Yaya Diaby experience is great, right? He he worked at an airport pushing wheelchairs. Keep going. He was the wheelchair attendant who would give would give the person who has to come on before yeah. the flight. Yes. That was his job because he had to get his life figured out. He was at yeah. Georgia military. Then he transfers to Louisville, and now he's going to be your defensive rookie of the year. An unbelievable mm-hmm. story. No one knows it yet because okay. they haven't played on big games. They're in a big game this weekend against the So Saints. he helps those people trying to cheat the system and get on. That's I mean, the one. Uh, that's, that's the one. never mind. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Jim? Uh, Bills, please. Just Buffalo kidding. Bills. Come Buffalo on. Bills. Have I feel bad Bills. for those people. Buffalo <laughs> Bills. There you go. Bills. We again. I always get the previous Kyle Brandt. Hats. Let me just give this a three click. Josh Allen, we get some heat on this show sometimes because I think we are we pay attention to the Bills and what they're doing and that we've dubbed them the come running team and they've looked great. You just have to keep it going. Okay. The, the Patriots, they've been messing with some teams recently. The Patriots, Bill Belichick experience. What would you say if he hits 12 losses? That is a record for him. Yeah, That's a strange losses. time. The Patriots are going to be fighting and scrapping. They're going to try to make you look bad. Josh Allen, just take care of your business. Also, I am in the Fantasy Football League Championship. Gabe, okay. um, Gabe Davis, I took him out of my bench, put him in the flex spot. So if you could just take a look, that would be great. Gabe um, Davis is a killer with fantasy. I you know. Because you whiff on the big game, and then you go again. Yes. And he'll have one catch for nine yards. I, He's tough. Yes. 
tough guy to have been. Oh, God bless that flex <laughs> position. All right. Finally, New Year's Eve is Sunday night. Yesterday, All right. we posed the question, what's the better plan? Is it to head out to a party yeah. or to be a couch potato? Kyle, of mm. course, had a response. Party or couch? The answer is bed. It's not, it's an, <laughs> listen, I, I just hate to be such an insufferable, miserable prick, but I, I, I would like anybody who is in a relationship who was born after 1990, make the case for New Year's <laughs> Eve for me. If you're single, absolutely. I got it. If you're a young person, absolutely. After 1990 in a committed relationship, tell me, like, here's what you're missing about New Year's. Like, yeah. it's awesome. I don't see it. I've done them. I've done them many times. Sometimes that clock strikes 12. You just grab the nearest person. It's amazing. Doesn't matter, guy, girl, whatever. Man, just woman, go for it. Anything. Doesn't matter. It's awesome. I love it. But that's years ago. For me, bed. Yep. We I didn't get any explanations. Nobody made not the case. Not one tweet? No, I got some making the case. None of this nonsense yeah. I want to no. hear. Yeah. It's festive. It's exciting. Shut up. No, come on. We just got over Christmas. What I want know? that response to like live in a vacuum because it is appreciated and it's a well-thought-out argument, but I, I don't really want it to bleed into the actual question here because it's very tricky. Let's not say we're, we're in bed for New Year's. Right. You're, you are going to hang out on a couch or go out for New Year's uh. Eve. It's very... Uh, period, end of sentence. Sure. Okay. Grab the cap of the player or the coach that you would actually spend New Year's Eve with, not in Kyle's uh, plan. <laughs> I'm going to make this one easy. Pass me the Bears hat and the Falcons hat. There you hat. go. See, fortunately, You're going with Matt fortunately for me, he is New Year's Eve with them. Oh, yeah. fortunately for me, I will be spending New Year's <laughs> Eve with coaches, players. Give me Flus and give me Arthur Smith. I'm going to hang out with these guys. New Year's Eve, we're going to talk job security. We're going to talk <laughs> scheme. We're going <laughs> to talk all of the amazing New things job security that 2024 <laughs> is going to be bringing. I'm hanging out with these two guys all day long, New Year's Eve. I'm not taking a plane out of Chicago. After the game, we're going to get to together, throw some cold ones back, them, not me, but I'm going to have a blast. Eberflus, Arthur Smith, easy question for me because I'm going to be hanging out with those Who's guys. on the call? So it's yourself, who else? Ross Tucker and Chris Lewis. Okay. Be, and Amanda Renner will be on the side. Okay, and it's you guys. It's a one o'clock game on CBS? Yep. I'll be watching. I too will be working on New Year's Eve. I'll be on the Fox pregame show. I'll likely be on a flight, but I'll tell you one guy I wish I could hang oh, with. Oh, okay. I watch these Max Crosby locker room videos. Oh. <laughs> Max Crosby all tatted up. Listening to the music, a Appropriately not saying some of the lyrics, Max. I oh, see really? you. Yes. Ah, in the locker room. Oh, yes. He self-censors. And he knows what not to say. Smart. But he it looks like he's <laughs> he like the life of the party, smoking cigars. He's in Vegas. Can you imagine hanging out with Max Crosby for a night? I'm going with Max Crosby. That is my spirit animal. And, of course, that is if Yaya Diaby's dance card is booked. <laughs> there were some memes I saw after the Rashad Mendenhall suggestion. Oh, yeah, we got Crosby. That Max Crosby's not playing with us. No. Crosby ain't on no. our Crosby's on our squad. I didn't say it. You got Crosby? We got Travis Kelsey, too. You guys got Jason. What? Okay. okay. You yeah. can split up a family like that? Okay. I, I, all right. I mean, we're deep and tight on you. can have Kelsey. It's yeah. fine. fine. That's, our, that's a position of strength for us. We're fine. We got Hawkinson and Max Williams. We're yeah. good. No, you, you take McCaffrey. We got problems, Jack. Max Williams, two X's. Uh, all right. Who do I hang out with? Trey McBride's on our team. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's Eve right here. Let me hang out with Mike McCarthy. Oh, <laughs> Michael Irvin. <laughs> no. I mean, if you take me out with Michael Irvin back in the day, no way I'm hanging. Actually, back then I probably could. Yeah. No, not Michael Irvin. <laughs> Michael Irvin's at home preparing for game day morning, yes. Peter. And various amounts of exos and insight he's going to share with us. The Cowboys have already played. Yeah. Based on what I said earlier in the clip, Mike McCarthy, I think, is my speed. Yeah. I think Mike McCarthy is just down here. I think it's a lot of, like, mixed nuts, you know? 
like a bowl of like cashews and trays. It's just very salty. He's <laughs> just sitting there like a little bit of like a little fading off. Like he doesn't care what time it is. You know, you've seen Mike in the fourth quarter often. He doesn't care how much time is left. It's fine. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like you can mismanage it. So that's my kind of speed. Fall asleep on the couch with McNuts and bourbon, not giving a What's damn. What's on what the time. TV? Uh, some crappy Gary Marshall movie or something. <laughs> oh. New Year's Eve with 27 different celebrities <laughs> in it. Seth Meyers. Yeah, fine. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just uh, I'm getting the nods. That's my kind of night to get me and Mike McCarthy hanging. Why do I feel like Mike McCarthy could actually make an appearance, a cameo in one of, of a movie like that? Yeah, it would be Wait, great. was that yeah. Mike McCarthy? He's a wacky guy, Mike. A big cut up. I'm sure he'd be down for that. Yeah, Howard's exactly. fan. Is that right? Oh, oh yeah. Go. Oh yeah. Okay. Can what I have a Colt hat? A Colt hat? Oh, we're going Minshew. I yep. love this. He Take lives in a van down by the beach, and I can't stop talking about it, yep. but mostly because I've never played the pickleball. I, I, I find that if I start, I won't be able to stop. But New Year's Eve, playing a game of pickleball against Gardner Minshew might be the time to introduce that game to my life. If he is not making it in Week 18 or making the playoffs, Gardner Minshew, who voluntarily, again, lives in Naples, Florida, in the offseason in a van or a bus, and it's refurbished, and he parks it in his gym parking lot mm -hmm. and plays pickleball against elderly women in his spare time. That that seems like great. a great hang on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. Again, warm weather New Year's Eve. That's where mm -hmm. it's at. That's mm -hmm. where it's at. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. day. <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
another round of Mad Minutes. Sorry. Right. Let's okay. talk about the NFC North Divisional Champs, uh, Lions and the Cowboys. We're going to stay with this game. Cowboys are looking to rebound from two straight losses. Jason, since you have already had your fair share, you start us off. Oh, we're talking Lions Cowboys. Then we yep. got to look at Dak Prescott. And we talked about last week he had that game-winning drive that you're thinking to put his team ahead. The defense fell short, so they didn't get the win. But they're back at home, and that is where they absolutely cook. So I want to see Dak go out there and have one <laughs> hell of a game against this Lions team that has been red hot because golf and them, they're going to put up points as well. This one might just be a shootout. Ah, well, there's one man who stands in the face of that. And I'm going to talk about Deron Bland, who was the face of the NFL for about 20 minutes and broke the pick sixes record he had five five interception return touchdowns he now faces a challenge of Amon Ross St. Brown who is my wife's favorite player in the NFL right now mm. Peter get in here I want St. Brown versus Bland you know like it's interesting that. we did a whole debate about Nakua and Stroud and yet I got a lot of responses around the league saying Jameer Gibbs is a thousand yards and ten touchdowns is he not an offensive Ooh. rookie of the year candidate can Jameer Gibbs put his name in this thing I said it yesterday this Lions team, they don't lose in primetime. Yep. They also last year spoiled the Packers season. Yep. They spoiled the Chiefs banner raising. They spoiled the Vikings season last week. I, I think the Lions go. are not going to go quietly into the night, and I think they're going to put up a fight tomorrow. It's our final show of 2023, and with the new year ahead, we thought it was a good time to make some resolutions for 2024 and put them out there on blast so we can be held accountable. These can be football-related, GMFB-focused, something personal, anything you want to work into the show. Peter, we start with you. You guys probably look at me and think, okay, this guy's pretty, pretty confident pretty proud of what he does and can go for things. But there, I, I am timid at times. Sometimes I don't insert myself enough. Um, I'm going to take a cue from one of my best friends and my dear colleague, Kyle Brandt. And what? this year, my New Year's resolution is to just go for it. Take a watch. I know you're a big fan of that lady over there. Pat, I'm, I'm thrilled to meet you. But, Vanna, let's just, let's just put the cards on the table. Uh, I say this respectfully. You're a TV legend. My wife is here. You were my boyhood crush. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love you. For many years of my life, you were the puzzle I wanted to solve. And I am so thrilled <laughs> to be here. Do you have any advice for me today, Vanna? Because I believe you control the board. I love you, Pat. Uh, to me, this is a Vanna show. Well, well, thank you for those kind words. Five vowels. Okay. Pretend like you're in your own living room, not here. Just concentrate on the puzzle board. Yes. Not me. Okay? Keep me out of it. Think of the puzzle. Wonderful. I love That's it. That's it. You were the puzzle I wanted to solve? <laughs> this is your line, Kyle? It just came out. I didn't know that that moment was going to happen. It just came out. Did I hit bankrupt on that? Well, pretty <laughs> we have another celebrity available. Thanks, everybody. Great line. Pat Hilarious. Hayden. Amazing. Pat Hayden. But Kyle, you went for it. I love it. It was one of my favorite moments of the year, and it's one of the best TV moments we've had in many years. Thank you. Very good. I, just trying to pay my respect. Everyone's like, yes. Brant out here risking it all. I'm, like, I'm not risking anything. I Shoot his shot. Pat out here hating. Raindrops. Oh, my God. Thank you, Peter. Thank yes. you. That was awesome. Oh Take your shot. I love it. New Year always brings new things. You don't know what's going to be on the horizon. I went into the show this year, had no idea that I'd be doing a segment called The Fitless and focused on fashion of players and putting on all types of things. But there was one thing in particular that I put on this season. I want you guys to take a listen. My first time in leather pants, I was in a bag. Oh, yes, first time in leather pants. I said pants, not underwear. Talk to me. <laughs> but I showed up, I looked in the mirror, and I was just like, damn, Debo! 
This looks good. I feel uh -huh. good in it. Uh -huh. I feel like a different person. Debo Samuel, we mess with it. We like it. It looks good on you. It looks good it on does, me, too. There was a sense of confidence I had when I got yeah. those leathers. It's not, they're not easy to get up, but when I got them all the way up over the put the belt on, and then there was this level of confidence that Kyle gave me when he saw me walk out in those leather pants mm -hmm. that you need from your friends. So my New Year's resolution is buy more leather. So if you guys start to see me showing <laughs> okay. up and I'm sticking to the chair, good. just know it's the pants. <laughs> so good. It makes a certain noise, really too. Um, 2024 for me is going to be a year of growth. A couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about things that just really were grinding our gears, annoying us. And I admitted that in my, unfortunately, in my third pregnancy, I am deemed geriatric because I am 35 years old. Sure. Well, guess what? I will now withhold judgment. I resolve to withhold judgment of the geriatric football community, okay? Because we are seeing the Joe Flacco assance, and it is a beautiful thing. Self-care is an important thing, okay? Joe Flacco was on the couch for 11 months taking care of himself and his soul and he has come back better than ever. I have another list for 2024. Maybe Andrew Whitworth. You know, he's been on TV. He has been shining. He's been working on his golf game. He's been on Amazon Prime. But if we see him come back, I will withhold judgment if he skips training camp and just joins a team that needs alignment. Good for you, Wit. The McCordy brothers both retired in 2022 and 23. They just recently spent their first <laughs> holiday together. Devin and Jason, I'm not sure if manhandling a group like that is self-care, but if you both come out of retirement, I would applaud you and I would withhold judgment being both members of the geriatric football community. Yes. And then, of course, there's Aaron Rodgers. And if any crystal that he wants to buy in the offseason puts him back on the pathway of health and an intact Achilles heel, then so be it. You also, my friend, are a member of the football geriatric community and whenever you do return to us and are better than other, I withhold judgment because I am now a proud card-carrying member of the geriatric football community. That's awesome. God bless you. I need another job. Thank you. Please go back to football. They've forgotten the healing crystal story of Rogers walking out of a store in Malibu healing crystals. Interesting that Peter made me about me shooting my shot. My, my New Year's resolution is go with your gut. Go with your gut, particularly when it comes to September on this program and picking which teams will make the playoffs. I was talking with Rich on September 1st, Rich Eisen, and we're, he's going through, who do you got? Who do you think is going to make a splash? And I said a team that no one, no one was saying. Here's the clip, September 1st. There's a team that I'm tempted to put in the playoffs against all logic. Everything is saying run from this team. Okay. I think we're going to have a fascinating year from the L.A. Rams and Sean McVay. All right, Carl. And I know Brent. that they're they – everyone, if you can haul it, you can have it, and they're the dilapidated car on the side of the road. I think Sean McVay is going to coach his ass off this year. I think this is a legacy year for him, and I know they're paying the piper for that Super Bowl. I don't care. I love what the Rams are doing. How, how about Matthew Stafford's wife on her pod saying, you know, know. Matthew saying know. everybody's in their phones. They look right on their phones right after practice. There's no conversation with anybody because they're Terrible. they're they're young, and he needed like a, a Facebook, like a look-a-book to know who's who, which I don't – by the way, I do not – at all think that that's wrong for Matthew to come home and just say to his wife, like, what gives? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, but that it, that is a window, isn't it? I think McVeigh will get them home. I believe in McVeigh. Me too. We could go up and down the roster and the depth chart. I get it. He will find a way to win enough games. All right. September 1st, I go on with Rich. I predict the Rams are going to the playoffs. That was my gut. A few days later on our show, it's time to announce our playoff picks. I had some time to think about it. I was like, hold on. I got caught up in the news cycle. Here are my official NFC playoff team picks on this show back in September 5th, four days later. 
the teams I believe will be in the playoffs this year. Dallas Cowboys, I New Orleans Saints. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Bears grab it. I got this one in. I got the Eagles okay. in the playoffs, right. okay? There it is. The Detroit, the Detroit Lions. Lions. I didn't have the stones to say Rams. I, I brought it back. I walked it back. I just, I got caught up in it. And I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with logic. Screw that. Go with your gut. I know what I'm talking about. I've done this enough times. Next year, from the hip playoff predictions. And not only playoff predictions, the way you conduct yourself in life, with your family, in your career, in your relationships. Go with your gut. Go with your heart. It'll get you home. I should have been there with you, Rams. I think you will be in the playoffs, and I would have been the only person in the whole industry saying it. I blew it. It won't happen again. Go with your gut. Shoot your shot. Don't be afraid to age and buy leather pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in no particular order. The 2024. No particular order. Right? Hot. It's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. And now we are going to play this back December 31st of next year. Okay. And we are going to see who owns the most leather pants. All right? <laughs> Uh, I think next year the Panthers will make the playoffs. I'll say it right now. Ooh, 2024 ooh, Panthers. I'm going with my gut. I love you. And we will hold you to it, Kyle Brandt. Coach Jim well Harbaugh done. will get them there. I mean, and never mind. Ready to risk it all. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.